0: don't forget, we still have a great giveaway coming up this morning. We've got tickets to give away to see comedy legend Adam Sandler on his I Missed You tour stop at Rogers Arena. Tickets are just in 10 days, October the 12th. So clear your calendar and keep listening this morning because we still have tickets to give away before the end of the show. Right now, though, we're going to talk about elections. Like We're still a few years away from the next municipal election, but a recent change made by a group in Vancouver could really change how that next election plays out. We're going to get some help in explaining this to you. So Dan Fumano joins us now, columnist for the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Dan. Morning, Simi. Now, who is or what is the Vancouver District Labor Council? The Vancouver
1: District Labor Council is an organization that's been around for more than 100 years, and it um, represents tens of thousands of unionized workers and dozens of different affiliate unions. So you might not be familiar with the name of the Vancouver District Labor Council, you know, if you're not heavily involved in organized labor and following this stuff, but you're likely likely familiar with a lot of these affiliate unions because they include a lot of public sector employees. They include grocery store workers, uh, the the longshoremen, the people who work on the waterfront, on the docks, um, and several other affiliate unions.
0: Okay. Uh, so they're,
1: they're a fairly significant uh, labor organization in Vancouver.
0: Right. Would you say they're very influential?
1: Um, I, 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 it's hard to say for sure. I mean, I think anytime time, you know, if, if they're able to, they've got 60,000 members, you know, 60,000 workers that they represent. So anytime they're able to communicate directly with an audience of tens of thousands of people, that's probably valuable for a municipal political context. I mean, it's. I can't really say exactly, you know, um, th- does that mean that every single one of those members who receives an endorsement and if the, you know, the, the the council's leadership, the Labour Council's leadership says, we think you should vote for this party or that candidate, is every member going to necessarily follow that endorsement? I don't know, maybe not, which is probably true of any organization or any union that makes an endorsement, right? But true. But, you know, historically they have... You know, they have been quite active in Vancouver politics, you know, for a long time. You know, they used to back Vision Vancouver when Vision ran the city for a decade. They've been involved with um, supporting several different parties. And that was kind of for in recent history. Anyways, that was their their role. So they've often been quite involved uh, backing you know progressive parties, left of center parties that they viewed as being aligned with the, the Labour Council's values.
0: Right. So you wrote about this in your latest article in the Vancouver Sun mm-hmm. because they've decided to do something significant. So what is that?
1: Well, they're basically, they're taking a different tack ahead of the next election. So we're still three years out from the next election. We're barely, we're almost, we're not quite a year uh, from the last election, right? Um, and so at a recent meeting of one uh, of the Labour Council's regular meetings, they endorsed a, a motion that represents a significant shift in what they're doing, where, as I mentioned previously, they used to work with a variety of different sort of left of center parties. And they were often kind of seen as a broker or a deal maker where they would uh, make arrangements to have these mixed slates where, they, where the VDLC would endorse some candidates from Vision, some candidates from COPE, a few Greens. And over the years, over the decades, you know, it involved different parties, but they were often brokering arrangements between two or three different left leftist parties. This year, three years ahead of the election, at, at a meeting a couple of weeks ago, they've decided to basically throw their support behind one party, and that's one city. So one city is a party that was started a little less than a decade ago in Vancouver. They currently have one incumbent city councillor. They have one incumbent school board trustee. But um, and, the, you know, the party itself and a lot of its sort of leaders, you know, the executive and stuff, have roots in the labor movement and organized labor. And the VDLC has decided that one city is the party that for them, the president of the VDLC told me that there's kind of two reasons that they've chosen to back one city. It's a combination of their values and their policies align best with the labor council, political action committee and the membership. But then also they think they have momentum and electability. They think they're a viable party that can be elected three years from now. Um, to some, into some number of positions. Right. So that's why they're throwing their support behind one party at this time. And they're actively encouraging their members to join the party, volunteer, help out, and help this party.
0: Right. That's a big deal, right? Like, they're actually encouraging people to say, three years ahead of time, we mm-hmm. want you to support this party.
1: Yeah, it is It is seen as a big deal. I mean, you know, when I first heard about this, I thought it sounded interesting. It certainly sounds like a different um, approach than what we saw from the Labour Council in the lead up to the last elections, and I spoke with some other people who had like sort of a longer historic perspective, and they said, yeah, this is a shift. I mean, this is not really the way they've approached civic politics in recent memory, Um, so they're really sort of trying to coalesce the progressive vote, the labor vote behind one party. Maybe the president of the Labor Council, Stefan Zlonskowski, was telling me Basically, in the last election, they had six different parties seeking the VDLC's support, and they ended up endorsing at least one candidate for council or school board from five of those parties. And he said, there's just no way to make the math work uh, to have that, to have the sort of the progressive left of center vote split among five or six different parties. It's not possible to make it work. So he wants these, you know, big range of different parties to sort of coalesce and come together behind a smaller number of parties, basically. Right. And In his view, that's why he feels like ABC was one reason ABC was so successful. ABC, there's a lot of reasons ABC was just so dominant. They raised so much money. They had a very effective campaign. But Blonskofsky um, says he feels like that's a big reason why ABC, one reason why ABC did so well. And, you know, effectively, ABC, you know, when they got elected last year, that's the first time in 14 years that you have a majority party elected to Vancouver Council that's not supported by the labor movement, right? Right. You had that decade of vision, and then you had the recent council under Kennedy Stewart. So it's been a long time since you had a party in there, sort of a center-right kind of party that wasn't backed by organized labor.
0: It's interesting, though, you mentioned Vision Vancouver. This kind of reminds me of the circumstances that brought Vision Vancouver to power.
1: Yeah, I mean, Vision obviously was an offshoot of COPE. So, I mean, it's a long history lesson here, but Vision, you know, COPE was in power, Uh, under Larry Campbell, a left-wing party that COPE was actually started back in 1968 by the Vancouver District Labour Council, which might have had a different name at at that time. But the Vancouver District Labour Council, along with some other activists and advocates, were instrumental in starting COPE as a party for the city's left-wing voters. Then fast forward to the 2000s, COPE, there's a fracture within COPE, um, and some of the folks go off to start a sort of another some former COPE members start Vision Vancouver, which then gets the support of both uh, the labor council as well as a lot of business and environmental groups yeah, and
0: like a united a like a united group yeah. yeah
1: a big big tent you know we got a lot of support from a lot of people in the local real estate development industry, which obviously is you know the biggest industry in town and um, but they also had support from labor and from environmentalists and from a, a wide range of different groups. And, um, and, yeah, Vision kind of obviously saw a lot of success and ran the city for a decade.
0: Such but, but interesting times. Yeah.
1: to hear from the Labor Council, ahead of the last election, um, months before the last election, the Labor Council actively put out a statement saying they were not going to consider endorsements for Vision, at least not for city council, because in their view, there were too many left-of-center parties, and it was just it was too spread, and they felt like Vision um, had kind of, uh, had passed its, uh, it was no longer viable. Right. There was no, it, in their view, they need to focus their energy elsewhere. And that's effectively what the labor council president said to me when I spoke with him last week as well. He said with all due respect to the things that vision accomplished in the past, and we were happy to support them in the past. We don't think they're the party of the future. They're not what they once were support for the party has waned. So we think it makes sense to focus our support somewhere else.
0: So interesting, Dan, thanks for explaining it to us this morning.
1: Thanks, Jimmy.